Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. It's so, so true. I'm the storyteller, dropping the realness from my experience. HLS in the building, need boundaries, we ain't never been friends. Yeah, it's the logical genius. I don't think you're ready for this knowledge I'm about to drop. You are now listening to My Five Cents. My Five Cents. My Five Cents Podcast. It's your boy, So So Drew, in the building again. Going to try and make it make sense. You know all that. When it comes to these topics about dating and love, I struggle. It seems like I'm always in third place when we're talking about the dating topics. So sometimes when you feel like you are out of your realm, you need to talk to an expert. And today on this very special MIMS, I have brought on someone who's going to support me through my trials and tribulations of where to go on first date goals versus first date no's. Hello. Thank you. So, so Juve, I'm Angie Day. I am the heartbreak to happiness coach. I'm also an author and a positive psychology practitioner with over a decade of experience in life coaching and specifically coaching people on their relationships. I am dedicated to helping women and men, some men too, navigate the challenges of discovering true happiness in their dating life. So, through my unique approach, I have this powerful framework that I created called the Connection Code, and I feel that it empowers people to reclaim their self-empowerment, raise their self-confidence in dating, and experience a greater sense of fulfillment. The Connection Code, I, I mm -hmm. think this is right, right up my alley, because life yep. coaching is kind of where I'm at right now with me suffering this defeat the way that I did. So it, the first step to your Connection Code is what exactly? Yeah, so the connection code is basically something I created years ago after going through a divorce. And I realized that I had a lot of unmanaged negative emotions from actually a previous relationship. And I jumped into that relationship with my ex-husband as kind of a rebound relationship. So I realized that I better figure this out. I better figure out my past harm and, you know, all of the emotional drama that I had and I was carrying around with me. So I created this thing called the connection code. Have you ever heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs? I live by Maslow's hierarchy okay. of needs. Okay, yes. good. Okay. So based on that premise, I created this same kind of a outline, a model, if you will, for understanding true connection in relationship. So I went about trying to figure out how to connect with someone on a true and authentic level. Basically, it has three categories of needs that everyone has in their relationships, especially intimate relationships. And they are for uh, authenticity and integrity is the first category. And that encompasses authenticity, trust, respect, and safety. And then the second category is for belonging. And that is for fellowship, love, and forgiveness. And then the highest level needs that we have are for self-empowerment in a relationship. And that is for appreciation, admiration, and personal growth. And so everyone has these needs. They're universal. And once the lower level needs are met, so that lower level need for integrity is met, then you can meet the higher level needs, just like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And if you don't have the basics met in a relationship, then you really have nothing to build on. So that's kind of the foundation. 
So what do you think is the biggest barrier to achieve those different levels? I think that people come into their relationships with a lot of unmanaged emotion and baggage from past relationships. I'd say that that is the number one thing that I hear in my coaching business, just unresolved issues. Let's take it a step further. How often or how much of an impact do you think unresolved childhood trauma takes into place in dating relationships? It absolutely does. And I'm glad you brought that up because that actually was one of my first heartbreaks was finding out that my father was unfaithful to my mother. And that was unresolved as a child, right? I didn't realize how much that impacted me going into my, you know, adult relationships. So it did affect me greatly. And that affected my one of my first relationships that I had with a man and just undermined everything. There was no trust there. There was no safety. I didn't have an overall sense of, you know, integrity in myself going into that relationship. So it did affect it. And we do touch on that in my program as well. I help uncover some of those past issues. We do something that we work through to uncover hidden stories is what I call it. Uncover hidden stories. I I absolutely love that. Yeah. So... (laughs) For you, you said that you've gotten past the divorce. Did you start dating again after your divorce? I did. And I did so very successfully. So I know that this works. (laughs) After (laughs) doing this work for about a year after my divorce, I worked on myself and just trying to figure out how to go about healing those past wounds and moving forward without all that baggage and going into any relationship. And actually the very first man that I went on a date with a year after my divorce, it went so incredibly well that we are married now. (laughs) Oh, look at that. Congratulations. That was my very very first date, and we ended up married. We've been married for 15 years. 15 years. That's such a beautiful thing. This is is what I'm (laughs) talking about. Love on the My Five Cents podcast. This is what we're talking about here. So that was 15 years ago. Do you remember where he took you for your first date? I do. I remember exactly where we went for the first date. Now we have kids and we're from a a small community. So we wanted to get across town and have some time together in order to figure out if it was going to work out for us without all the neighbors knowing all our business. So I do remember where we went. Do you want to know? Yes. Do you mind sharing? (laughs) It's just just a restaurant, California Pizza Kitchen. (laughs) California Pizza Kitchen. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, familiar that's out in the west coast yes it is yep oh yep we were in northern california at the time yeah yeah i spent some time in sacramento there you go that's where we're from okay okay. (laughs) all right all right all right it was uh it sounded a little bit familiar there yes so so and i know we're going back a little bit so going back to the first date yep typically in your coaching Do you find that there are barriers that a man or maybe a woman may have in participating in a first date? Like what are some of the anxieties of the nerves of a first date? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think that if you have unresolved issues from a past relationship, then you can most certainly show up with a lot of different issues. You can have trust issues. You can have issues being authentic. So you show up as the person you think the other person wants to meet. You can have issues with, I don't know, knowing how to get along with someone when what you have experienced was a mistrust with the opposite sex. So for a woman, she may not trust men fully. 
there's a lot of different things that can go into uh, holding you back from having a fantastic time on your first date. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I want to do, Angie. I want to play a little bit of a game with you. Okay. I have a list of places that would be potential places for a first date. Okay. What I would like you to do is I would like you to rank the list. Put all them right. in order, one, two, three, four, five, all the way down to 13. Okay. With number one being the best place to go for a first date to number 13, where, yeah, this may not be the place that you want to go to for okay. a first date. All right. Okay. Let's do it. Sure. All right. So I'll give you a few minutes to kind of look at it. You let me know when you're ready to kind of plot things in order, and we'll, we'll go from there. Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. You're so bad. You're <laughs> so bad. I want to just split the list. It's like, no and yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. All right. We're just going for it. We're, we're going to go for it. Okay. We'll I think so. <laughs> I think so. So, Angie, we're going to play the game. I'm going to read out the names to you, and okay. then I want you to rank them for me. All right? Okay. So the first right. name that I got is we got IHOP. Okay. After that, we have Applebee's. Next place is a coffee date. Next place is bowling. The place after that is the bar. The place after that is my house, like the other person's house. After that, we have Buffalo Wild Wings. The Movies, Cheesecake Factory, Planet Fitness, McDonald's, Church, <laughs> and lastly, we have a family function. Okay. All right. You ready to put these in order? I think so. All okay. right. Are we going from worst to best or best to worst? How, however you want to. Okay. Let's go from worst to best. Okay. okay. I would say that the worst place you could take someone on a first date would be McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I love McDonald's. Don't get me wrong. I love McDonald's, but it's, we're just going to leave that one as the last. It's the worst place you could go. Okay. What's after that? That I would say the next one would be your house. Probably not a good idea on a first date. Okay, where are so we those going? We're kind of tied, in my opinion. McDonald's then, in the uh, house is the house tied. is a bad idea. Yeah. All right. We, we, you know what? I'll even go ahead and split that. I'll split that McDonald's slash house. Then yes, thank bottom. you. That's All right, got you. I can live with that. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then we're just gonna go with the loud places, which is like Buffalo Wild Wings and Cheesecake Factory and Applebee's. IHOP is another kind of bad place. So all of those loud restaurants are kind of in the middle there. Okay. All right. Then I would say the movies is a bad option because you don't get to know the person. It's just, you're not able to talk. Okay. So the movies and I would say, what am I missing here? Oh, Planet Fitness. Not such a bad idea to take someone to go work out. Not a bad idea. Okay, you want to put Planet Fitness next? 
Planet Fitness. It's not okay. a bad, not a horrible idea, but it's it's kind of middle of the road. You have okay. to know the person wants to work out with you. <laughs> All right. And then I would say family function is right in there too. That's just a lot on a first date to subject them to the family. Although it could be fun to see the person in their family environment. Okay. So that's why it's not the worst on my, in my opinion. And then I will say a bar. I would say bowling is, and we're working up, right? Bowling's not a bad thing to see how competitive yeah. they are. They got some skills. <laughs> church, love me some church. So church is okay too. A lot of churches have good music and there's some fellowship going on. That's not a bad idea. Coffee date is kind of at the top. Coffee date. Coffee date's at the top for me. Uh, all right. Yep. It's a cup of coffee. Doesn't work out. You're out. <laughs> 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 That's it. So let's go ahead. Let's start at the bottom. Okay. First, we'll go with the McDonald's side of the house. I know we have two sharing the bottom there. Yep. Why is McDonald's not just, a great place for a first date? It really screams cheap. It says, I'm not investing in this first date at all. I'm just going to get me some nuggets. I'm going to see how this goes and I'm going to get out. <laughs> now, now, Angie. I don't know if you know about this promo, but McDonald's has a promo called the McBundle. Yes, they do. You, you don't think that it's endearing? Hey, I'd like to McBundle with you on our first date. You know, when you McBundle after 15 years of marriage and you're like, where do you want to eat? And you McBundle. <laughs> love it. Love it. Now, the other side of that bottom was the, my house. Yes. Why is my house or the other person's house a bad first date place? Yeah, you just don't know this person bringing them into your house, right? So that's number one. And a lot of people are meeting people online. So you really don't know who you're meeting and who you're bringing back to your place. Okay, it's where you live. Uh, the other thing is it says that they want to be a little more intimate than a first date should be. So it implies intimacy. Okay, so for you, the, the goal of a first date is what exactly? Yeah, to get to know who that person is, to have some questions answered that you can't have answered online or through text or however you met, right? First date is that opportunity to have questions answered, to answer their questions and to see if, you know, it's worth pursuing moving forward. All right. So moving up a little bit, I want to mm -hmm. take it to the family function piece. You kind of have it in the middle of the road piece. Now, going yeah. back to our previous conversation, talking about unresolved childhood trauma. Yes. Wouldn't going to the family function, you get a kind of an opportunity to see like, hey, this is where this person is coming from. So, yeah, yeah. maybe this gives me an indicator of red flags that I don't want to get into. Absolutely. You get a sneak peek of behind the scenes what's happening to have, you know, influence this person's life. So I don't think it's awful. And we bring friends to family events and things, right? So going as a friend, a first date, it's a little much. I think it can be viewed as like, whoa, he's taking it really fast. I'm like meeting the family already. <laughs> that can be perceived a little odd, but I don't think it's a bad idea for that other reason that I said, you get a sneak peek behind the scenes. Yes. And mm -hmm. you had coffee date as number one. Why yeah. is coffee date number one for you? Well, I personally love coffee. And I think that you can get 
a lot accomplished at a coffee date. One, it's generally speaking, coffee houses are, you know, they got the mood. It's, it's relatively quiet. It's not too loud. You can have conversation. And again, it's just a cup of coffee. If it doesn't work, you could both agree to just move on and go your separate ways. It's interesting in comparison to the family function. Yeah. Uh, because I think with the family function, it might be a high pressure environment. You know, the discussion that we had was kind of like, hey, in this day of dating, we're kind of in the air fryer generation, right? Like we don't bake things anymore. We put it in the yeah. air fryer and we kind of want like now, now, now type situation. Yeah. And introducing someone to the family early, it's mm -hmm. kind of either one of two terminologies that, you know, pressure bust pipes or pressure makes diamonds. Right. It's kind of get to know Good. immediately like, hey, if this person vibes with my family, then yeah, maybe there might be some potential because she gets to kind of see what I am about and what's mm -hmm. the extensions of me and where I kind of come from versus a coffee date where I feel like the pressure isn't really there. So I don't know if you're really getting a true testament of whether or not this person is a match. Do right. you agree or disagree with the two different philosophies there? I agree. I think if you're, I agree with both actually. And I do have a little bit of a variation on the coffee date, but first the family function. Okay. I think that a family function, if you're willing to take someone to your family function, then you have to be pretty confident that the family is going to behave <laughs> that, you know, that this is, you know, someone who, you know, might have a good time at whatever the family function is. We didn't even discuss that. You know, what is happening here? Is it just a backyard barbecue? I mean, I think that would matter too. Are you taking them to someone's wedding? That's quite different than just a backyard, you know, kickbacks, they were barbecuing, just come on over and, you know, all everyone's welcome. It's kind of an open door thing. And, you know, you might have some neighbors there, that kind of thing, where it's a lot more laid back. So that wouldn't imply to a person that, oh, this person's jumping in, wanting me to, you know, be a part of their family already. The So I do agree with you. So the coffee date, on the other hand, it can be a little tougher to get to know who they actually are. But isn't that what relationship is? And you had mentioned, you know, air fryer. And yes, we live in a society of instant gratification now. But that's not how relationship is supposed to be designed. And I think that it does behoove us to cool our heels, get to know who the person is before we, you know, you got to you got to crawl, walk, run, sprint, right? And I think people are too much of an, in a hurry to sprint in a relationship. And what ends up happening is you really don't get to know the true person and you don't get to build that authentic connection that I was talking with you about. You don't get to build a foundation. You have no idea who this person is before you move to you know, intimacy with a person. So I think it's important having these small dates to see them in different settings. How do they treat the waiter or the waitress, right? Are they trying to help with the bill? Are they coming out of their pocket to help you pay? So there, there's a lot of reasons that you would start slow like that. Coffee date, simple. And then you can gauge, you know, what type of person this is and and do you want to then invest in another date like a real meal not applebee's but maybe you know a nice <laughs> restaurant or something or do you want to go on a hike do you want to take them to planet fitness and you know and get to know them that way do you want to go bowling and actually have some fun that kind of thing so 
Wow, yeah. thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your opinion and expertise uh, on these no-go places. Angie, Yes. do you have any other projects that you have coming up? If people want to follow you on the social media, how would they go yeah. about doing that? Yeah, thanks. I just launched uh, a program called the Back to Happy 30-Day Boot Camp, and that does help people navigate the struggles and challenges of breakups and heartbreak, and then helps prepare them to re-enter the dating scene. So if anyone wants to find me, they can find me on Instagram at, at Angie Day Coaching. That's my handle there. All right, everyone, please follow Angie Day Coaching uh, at Instagram. I'm going to make sure I go ahead and do that right after this. Thank Angie, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your expertise with us. We truly appreciate it. You definitely made it make sense. Absolutely. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Now, if you're wondering how this all makes sense, it's actually kind of interesting because all three of us, we chose the bar on our list. So if you subtract that, it leaves us with 12 options. So if you divide those into tiers, let's call it an A tier, B tier, and a C tier. If you look at the rankings, you have HLS who had the most in tier C with My House, Buffalo Wild Wings, Cheesecake Factory. In the B tier, it actually ends up being a logical genius who has the most in that B tier with Applebee's and IHOP. And then in tier A, I actually have the most in tier A with Planet Fitness the family function, and church. Make sense? Thank y'all for listening. Go ahead and hit that like button. Go hit that subscribe button. Give us a five-star rating on your favorite streaming platform. It helps us in securing guests like we did today with the great Angie. See you next